I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Fine patrons, welcome to the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. I have called some Jasper Spitwistle, and there's a lot of new faces in here in the uh, in the old Gilded Ram tonight, um, which is, you know, good, good, good to see. But unfortunately, it's uh, usually on most nights it'd be slightly problematic, you see, because we tell a an ongoing uh, sequential story here uh, about the brute force. And uh, boy, it's just a, you know, one action adventure moment after another. Uh, so many things have happened, and it's almost impossible, I suppose, um, for you just to, you know, talk with your friends after the show and get all caught up. So, um, you know, conveniently enough for all you new folks who happen to be in the audience tonight, um, this is this is actually the perfect time, <laughs> you know, because it was really weird right after Giftsmith. It was the next day, I believe. Uh, it was that day that the brute force sat down and uh, told me and uh, uh, to, a, to, a, to a greater extent Kami uh, their, their tale, I suppose, uh, all the way up to that point. You know, the majority of the things that I have been here telling you about uh, uh, these months after months. Uh, my gosh, I've been here multiple years at this point. Can you believe that? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about. But they managed to you know, pretty succinctly get it down to a solid hour, hour 15 or something of that nature, which was really, you know, pretty impressive when you think about it. But there, together on that airship, I feel like we all kind of learned uh, the true meaning of giftsmiths. And uh, the greatest gift we can share with one another is, of course, the gift of story. It's the day after Giftsmiths. We'll call it bagging day. That's where you take all of your <laughs> things you got on Giftsmiths uh, and stick them in bags and then bury them in the yard if you have a yard. But you guys are on an airship, so you really can't do the burying part, but it's mostly ceremonial anyway. Little do people know that the actual like sea level of Eorth just keeps getting lower and lower <laughs> as the Earth rises to meet the buried presents every year <laughs> yeah that's the best thing about about buying a new house in eorth is that you get to go in the backyard and dig up all of those people's previous years <laughs> presents eventually there are houses down there too yeah entire houses so you guys are on an airship you're hanging out uh you're enjoying some uh post gifts bliss and sharing stories shared stories this is where you'd be sharing stories. <laughs> I'm waiting for Pat to start. Are you? Oh, are you? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Let's wait for Jasper to start. <laughs> Jasper's just. You guys haven't seen Jasper in uh, a few hours. He's is been it missing. Ezra beat the li- ever living hell out of him. <laughs> uh, Ezra, did you catch Jan, uh, Jasper in the end, or is he still hiding from you? <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, I caught him. <laughs> I caught him real nice. Caught him real nice. Uh, accidentally swung with the wrong end. Might have popped him on the ear with the buckle. Uh, no big deal. He's, you know, no, no big wait, deal. We dipped a... Wait, hmm? who who got him? Oh, me me did. I did. No, no his present. Oh, I don't know. Must have been Yanov, I suppose. Or, or Illy, maybe? Um, actually, I, I had Illy, and then Illy had me. I think we kind of goofed. And I'm pretty sure nobody oh, got. Oh no! Nobody got Jasper. So did, did he just find a, a violin just laying around the <laughs> boat and assume it was his present? Um, I guess that must have been what happened. Or, well, the strangest thing—he—he would have had to have gotten himself. That would have been the only thing that would make sense. Is that he would have drew his own name? 
Oh, this makes this story so much sadder. But then that that also means that he purposefully got a beating for guessing wrong. We're learning a a lot about him today. (laughs) It's a real conundrum, honestly. I wonder if he goes to the backslash R BDSM subreddit. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) Truly wild. I mean, I suppose suppose that's possible. I suppose it's also possible there's a whole uh, double identity type uh, thing where there's multiple personality disorder going on in there. I don't know. This is like a this is like this this is exactly like that movie. What was it called? Um, um, Rudy. Come with the wind. No, Rudy. It was just like Rudy. Just like it. With John, with John Favreau, Rudy starring John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but it was a movie about a young boy who wants mm. to play for the fighting uh, Chirabi, and then he has multiple personality disorders and finds out that he's his own best friend and he fights himself a lot. It gets real weird. I don't know. It's confusing. Oh, when when you say movie, you mean play. Sorry, I hadn't heard that movie term before. No, I mean like a film, like, you know, a moving picture. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I haven't seen him either. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is not really probably, I got stuff to do. I've got soup to get, uh, to get in my belly. I've been looking forward to that soup all morning. It's, it's some good soup. It's kind of a stew. The traditional, the traditional soup of the day. Traditional bagging day soup. It reminds me of the best stew I ever had. Mm. Well, <laughs> it is made from the discarded eggshells of the egg salad of the night before. <laughs> Fifteen years ago on bagging day, Ruth wanted the traditional eggshell soup. But... In my haste to be a good little golem and be rewarded with several opportunities to do rubs, I threw all the eggs into the compost. And the compostman, J.T. Compost, came and picked up all the neighborhood compost. So I spent the morning of bagging day in the dump. So I don't know what his voice is. Oh no, I like it. You you really found your stride. Go with it. Swimming through mounds of trash, I found several banana peels, seven to be exact, which I stuffed in my pockets as a liner to keep my hands warm on the chill air. I also found 17 sacks of coffee grounds, which I rubbed upon my face to give me a nice, healthy pallor. It also made me look like I had cool stubble, like Harrison Ford. What is going on? (laughs) I lost all the tell a story. (laughs) And Adam, it won't stop me. Hey, do you remember that? I don't know. It was probably like six years ago or so. Dickory drank like way too much of that soup and was just violently ill the entire day. Oh, six years ago when he was all but three years old. <laughs> He's not that young. Turns out you shouldn't cr- cram a, a funnel into a young lad's mouth and force feed him to others as if he's a, a foie gras goose. Do you think that's why he betrayed us? Do you think it was the soup? Well, I mean, he don't, we don't know if you betrayed us Hey, yet. you never told me about a child betraying your group. Can I hear about a child betraying your group and also maybe how you guys got started? Hi, I'm new here. <laughs> Hi, name's Cammy O'Canna. Hi, I'm Cammy O'Canna. I'm a small fox girl and I'm new here. Uh, been with you guys for a while. We haven't established it in canon. It's fine. Uh, but I never heard about a, sort of a child betrayal or sort of how you guys sort of did it and and did all of it and got started and got the party started, as Pink would say. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we grab Jasper um, and we, oh, can, no. we can make this part of his um, secret scrunch present as well and tell him some stories. He loves hearing those attention. old stories. <laughs> We're giving him attention oh, for you, you want to You want to feed him material, I see. I mean, one day I'm sure he'll, you know, have a residency at some kind of bar or something and want to tell the stories of, of our adventures? I mean, nah, that won't happen. Either. We're born as shit. But yeah, <laughs> someone go grab him. He might have a permanent lisp after the whipping I gave him, but that's neither here oh, nor there. No. We'll go hunt We'll go hunt him down. Did you cleft Jasper? Possibly. You need to think up a good excuse for why you created a young child, a pornographic image. Uh, and then we can, you know, when you made the dancing lady for the, for the treats. 
He was he a guy to... young. He was old. Okay, he wanted... okay. He was older than me. It was a, a little sweet roll treat, and you made him a dancing girl. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I did something cool uh, and not creepy. We're gonna go find Jasper. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you guys make your way to Jasper's cabin. The door is slightly ajar, but it is dark in there. Uh, it looks like maybe one candle lit, but it's uh, it's about to burn out. Hello, Jasper. Oh, hello. You in yeah. there? Yes. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm quite fine. Yes, no, everything's all, all right in here. Just uh, taking a little bit of a siesta, <laughs> if you will. Um, Ring-a-ding-ding. Oh, goodness gracious. Hello, Ezra, my own... Oh, old chum, I'm glad that there are other people with you at this moment. Hello, everyone. Merry Scrunchmas, we bought you a present? Oh, another present. You don't need to guess this one. (laughs) I I should hope not. Um, I would have a hard time doing so, uh, regardless. Uh, uh, Come in, I suppose. Uh, Come come right in. Is that because your eyes are swollen shut? You walk in and his eyes are both swollen shut. Oh. <laughs> he looks like Rocky at the end of every Rocky movie. <laughs> oh, Ezra. <laughs> I may have gotten carried away. Uh, don't, 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 don't do yourself too much of a, of a disservice there, Ezra. He only got me the one time upside the cheek. I am violently allergic to leather. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> Ezra, I thought I didn't hit him that hard. That makes me feel better. Uh, boy, I, what, I, what I want to do for an antihistamine right around now, but uh, what can you do, you know, on a boat and all that? Um, anyway, I'll probably regain vision sometime uh, around the time when we arrive in Murkheim, I would imagine, uh, conveniently enough. But until then, I'm just, it's me in the darkness here. here. Uh, the darkness has, has consumed me literally <laughs> at this you, moment. Would you say that the darkness is your old friend? Would you greet the darkness? Would you say maybe hello, maybe hi, darkness? It's me, your old bud. Would you would you do that and do it in a weird, creepy song? Uh, is that is there is there is there, is there an end game in here for for this? <laughs> There's a, it's a deep reference, is the thing, but that's fine. It's fine. You're, you're not really up to date with the pop culture, Jasper. Why would you be? You're a bard. Oh, uh, we uh, were just telling Cammy uh, old stories, and we figured you'd maybe want in on that. Oh yes, old stories. That's that's wonderful. I do love old stories. Um, but you did you did say something about a gift. I I don't know what 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 you might have brought me. Perhaps some you know some spices, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, that type of thing. That'd be wonderful if it's it was. It's not a, a physical gift as such. Oh, right. No, of course not. Um, but but what what is it? Uh, the, the 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 camaraderie of good friends. Perhaps a hug. Not a hug. Sure. Oh, I give Jasper oh. a hug. They, they, thank you, thank you. He clings on a little too tightly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wearing my onesie, so it's very snuggly hug. Oh god! Rufus sticks his head out of the butt. <laughs> uh, we, our, our present to you is just, you know, stories. We're going to tell you stories. <laughs> Right, no, I, I, and of course I value stories quite a lot. That's what's that's wonderful. You know, you're, um, you're a storyteller, I thought. So you know, yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, I'm sure that eventually there will be a great, great reason to tell stories of, of all of you. Um, you know, eventually. <laughs> it will, well, maybe uh, we can start at the part where uh, we thought that everyone had died, and then the kind of the shit hit the fan. Yes, I would. I would love to hear that part of the story. Uh, so there we were outside of the the tomb in the Elysian Sands, and I was not creating pornographic material for. Yeah, that this is no that has been misconstrued. I I'm younger than Dickory was. You guys don't know Dickory was uh kind of our buddy at the time. Young guy, he was like what I don't know thirteen. He was the squire. Certainly too young to be giving pornographic gifts to. We are entertaining ourselves outside and uh, doing a contest to get a sweet bun. I, of course, won, but not in the end because I'm dead. But uh, at the time, I won. Uh, and we uh, we noticed that something was wrong because, well, at the time we were traveling with a Garyon and Clash Tiger. And I mean, actually a whole lot of... People that we did really love, and 
consider friends and hang me. Mostly of them. I guess they're dead now. Uh. Yeah, so we walked into this tomb, and there's the floors falling everywhere, and there's goo, but we dodge it because we're dope, and we get into the tomb. Can't remember exactly why we went in there. Probably because we thought it would be neat to explore. Garion told us to, to go. Sure. <laughs> and there's and there's blood everywhere. Like Garion's hands. Garion's hands have been blown off. He's got no hands. He's just holding up stumps and it looks like flaps of flank steak and he's like Argh! and he's like my hands and I offered to smash his head with a rock you know to like because it was going to bleed out and he was like well I'd rather just bleed out. Apparently they had been attacked by uh, a, a sand elf named Shiver and Mm-hmm. Some other Chiravi, tra- but he's not important because I think he's dead now. <laughs> Wasn't his name like? <laughs> was his name Beckley? It was Beckley. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What a fool! Uh, so he had a dumb name. They let us get away because apparently we look weak as hell. Well, they they shut us in the tomb rather than letting us get away. And we got sucked off into this mirror. Okay, that's a fun phrase. <laughs> and we used a mirror, and we ended up. Uh, singing a song and ending up in Kushkal? Is that where we went next? Mm-hmm. And ended up in jail! <laughs> yeah, so we, we ended up in the, the throne room at Kushkal, which, as you know, with the glasses, normally go to, to throne rooms in, like, capital cities or safe havens. And they they threw uh, Lola and myself in jail. Um, so they, they believed that I was Lola's familiar of some kind. Oh yeah, they still think I'm a necromancer, huh? Um, and they thought that uh, Ezra was just some kind of statue. Subterfuge. We busted out of there in short order because someone made an explosion. I don't remember the details, but I think it was probably Ezra. I, hmm, was, was Ezra sold? I think I think I remember something about Yanov telling me that he bought uh, Ezra for like a buffalo nickel or some currency and, uh, and Mirka to fight in a battle royale. Coliseum thing. Yes, Mirka, who you never met, Mirka. She was our Yeti friend. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I've heard her hair is very good, and I've heard that we're going to be best friends, and that I'm not going to steal her comb. But other than that, I don't have a lot of Mirka knowledge. We met, oh, well, I guess Ezra and Mirka met Yanov. I don't really know the story of that. I wasn't there. Yeah, I was I was bought and sold quite a few times. Uh, oh. but, but turns out the ability to choose was buried within me the whole time. Uh, and then Mirka uh, eventually set me free. Uh, you know, we'll skip a few steps and then come back. I had a real bad midlife crisis in a blood tent. Uh, oh. but that's that's for farther down the road. Long story short, we were in jail. We stole a boat. Okay. And uh, we... The princess boat. Yeah, we stole yeah. the princess boat. Stole oh, that's it. a fun coincidence. It was coincidence. full of lots of barrels of wine mm-hmm. that uh, Ezra <laughs> imbibed of. I don't know. Mort lost a toe. I did lose a toe in a fishing accident. Yes. No, you were you were water skiing in behind, weren't you? Mick was trying to use me as some kind of lobster cage. Oh yeah. yeah. We ended up in Burgundystrom, which was like a little mm-hmm. podunk town. Oh, that that place was a mess. We were there for a long, long time. <laughs> like probably too long. I think I traveled through Burgundystrom. Those folks were weird, huh? They they were suffering. From some bukake. I think it's pronounced Baku. Yeah, we got involved in a sticky situation <laughs> down there. Um, real sticky, real sticky situation. Oh, hell! Guys, we met Moon Kevin there. Mm, we did meet Moon Kevin. And Jam Tooth. Moon Kevin was my public frenemy number one, but Jam Tooth is my, is my, one of my best friends ever. Moon Kevin was a, a druid who ended up helping us out with figuring out how to get rid of Baku. Jamtooth was such a good boy that he picked up poop with his bare hands for the for the Baku recipe and a whole bucket of urine. Oh. And he went saying he had a song in his heart, a pep in his step, and he told us about the terrifying gods under the ground. He was mm-hmm. world class. And you, you asked these things of a friend of yours? I'm sorry, a friend or enemy? I can't really tell whether you liked this gym too Best or not, friend. because you did ask him to pick up a lot of sort of waste products. He volunteered. Oh, he was, he right, was a well. good boy. Uh, we got rid of the, the Baku there, but then we met Rolo DiPolo. Oh, uh, was that next? 
Yeah, it was. Well, Ezra, Ezra and myself beat beat the hell out of the Baku, and I believe Mirka said something about some kind of dream with a mm-hmm. underwater hairy man, the man with uh, long hair. None of or, us were there, so we don't know. Anything I don't really about know. It. She she mentioned something about it, but Mirka, maybe like a god meeting. Wouldn't it be fun well, and I cool mean, if she'd met the hey, unicorn Kimmy, god? you seem to have a whole bunch of insights into these stories that we're telling you. Well, I mean, she she never specifically said it was a unicorn god. It was just something that somebody may have possibly inferred at some point. Oh. Um, um, but she did, she did uh, contract reverse lycanthropy, though. Okay. All right. This this is a, a condition I've heard of. Cool. Oh, yeah, that That's fun. Wait, is yes. that when Roland Apollo showed up? Yes, yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, I yes. thought so. Yeah, so he's a, he's a big old monster hunter, but he was actually kind of chill. The famous Rolla de Polo? Yeah, and then we ran away from him because our yeah, ship was he, faster. Yeah, he wanted us to join his freak circus. Oh, yeah. And we were like, no thanks, peace, and we used a bag of winds and got the Ooh, hell out. We weren't all like that. I thought it was a good idea to become a freak circus <laughs> to performer, but I was overruled. Uh, then we met a genie. Yeah. What? Wait, 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 what? There, wait, wait, <laughs> yes, genies? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. Is it not? No, he's, he's a, what? a water gin thing. What? He was an insane man. Those are real? M- Mort sold some of his time to him. We found out a Garyon wasn't dead. Oh. Oh. Yeah, his, his, he really had hands. We asked for a Garyon to be brought back to life, but he wasn't dead. Remember when I told you he had flank steak stumps? Oh, hey guys, uh, did you guys have any of this soup? Oh, we're gonna, you guys all hanging out here? Oh, hey! Hey, everybody! Uh, the soup's amazing, by the way, if you guys have had a chance to get down there and have any. I brought hey, everybody Yadolf. a bowl, actually. Here you go. Pass hey, soup Yadolf, you, you were with us, you could probably fill in missing details. What are you talking about? Missing details about what? What, what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> And we, we were just telling our story to uh to Jasper and to Cammy. Oh wow, yeah, that's it's been it's been kind of crazy. Where 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 you at? Where you at right now? Uh, we just met a Jazz. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys made a crazy weird deal with him. Yeah, uh, we, we asked him to to bring someone back to life, and they weren't dead, so yeah, we couldn't. Hey, you know, here's the thing: I always wondered who who has that knife. You know, the <laughs> one that he was gonna. Ask you guys to kill someone with the the one made out oh, of the shit, mantis that's Oh, that's that's a good Ezra, question. You s- do you still have that? <laughs> Fish around in my fanny pack, and I'm like, this knife. <laughs> <laughs> this rather strangely ornate knife. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta do a murder with this, huh? Huh? It, it's a shame you couldn't use some of the other sort of ancillary murders that you did along the way to sort of. Like, you know, literally kill two birds with one stone. Well, a, a Jazz was going to, to name a person that he wanted us to That's kill. right. That's oh, right. Okay. I can't just do random stabs with it. That's why it was in the fanny pack ah. and not. But maybe, maybe I could just use it for murders all the time. Just murders. And then maybe one of the names will happen happenstance. I don't know if we <laughs> want to just turn into a group of murderers. Like this guy right here. And Ezra turns around <laughs> There's a guy working on the boat, and he goes to stab. He's like, "Ah, I'm just messing with you." <laughs> I, I, I mean, it looks very sharp, but also looks very delicate. I would be careful with that. Is it really just been in your fanny pack the whole time? How did that mm-hmm. not get broke when you fell off the ship earlier? No, because I have it wrapped in a in a nice bundle of peat moss. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, yeah. So. Traded a few days for a few days, if I remember. You guys, we, yes, we all got we, teleported. We teleported to Merc or near to Merkheim, and uh, mm-hmm. he took some days of my life, like the soap opera. I like soap. What are you talking about? What's a soap opera? <laughs> it's a, a play. Oh yeah, what happened to you, Mort? Because none of us were uh, there. It's various strange things, I... Visited some underwater mer folk and gave a bunch of land to a crazy exploding goblin and uh, set loose a plague of vampires on the world. But you know, none of that's important, I'm huh. sure. I'd like to. I'd like to get back to sort of the big uh, land that you gave away to a weird man, and also mm-hmm. the, the vampire plague that you said. Um, what? Why? Yeah, I also I have questions about the land. 
uh, I I can't remember why. I I believe oh. he was it was just because he was going to kill us, and it was a, a way to you know not get killed. <laughs> you know, you told me you told me a bit of this story right after you got back, if I remember correctly. And, I mean, um, it wasn't a lot of land; it was all that you could see. But there was a big forest everywhere, so you couldn't actually see much. Weren't you negotiating the release of Rolo de Polo, you told me? That's that's right, yes, Rolo de Polo was there, of course. That's Was that that's your reason. land to give away? How much land how much land do you own? He doesn't know that that it wasn't. <laughs> For sure we'll never run into him again and it won't matter. I feel like, you know, they're not making any more of it, so if you got land, we should use that as an investment opportunity. It was King Wiener's land, I believe, so you know, who cares? Yeah, he's he was a wiener. Indeed. Speaking of wieners, uh oh yeah, King Wiener. We we got back to Murkheim and this wiener was on the throne and he kind of sucked. Uh, what? Oh yeah, there were a bunch of demons attacking. Yeah, people Murkheim. were going missing, and he was sacrificing people to demons. Yeah, like left and right. So the only people left in town were the weak and infirm. They had a really good pie shop there, though. Yeah, they were doing this really interesting thing with meringue, kind of like a, a fusion. So they were taking like your traditional type of meringue with the egg whites, but right there at the end, right when it browned up, they hit it with just like a little, just a just a little kiss of brown sugar. So it crystallized on top of the. So you had like three textures going on by the time you got to the to the custard. It was really quite something. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was overdone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fighting words. <laughs> I like a little nuance in my pie, is what I'm saying. As was taking deep, slow breaths. Ah, uh, yeah, so we volunteered ourselves to go and take on the demons, except it turns out we're demons. Uh, big, giant, like, steam contraptions and, and things from the, his brother. The king's brother was King felt like he should Wiener be on brother. the throne. And I mean, we hate him. We hate him with every fiber of our being, but... The king that was on the throne was a big giant wiener. Oh, well, if he yeah, was a and, wiener. Uh, I think that the new king's, you know, probably better, but you know, personally... But we hate we, him with every fiber like of our him. being. I can't remember uh, that king's name now. King... Uh, Amethyr. Amethyr. Yes, yeah. that, that's everybody. Everybody pretty much knows that one. Uh, <laughs> so we went to this giant tr- tree. Hey, what was that tree called? The Oak Inspire. Oh damn! I've always wanted yeah, to so go a, to there. It was a, a temple. It was like around these ruins and, and things. Oh, I do remember it. That's where Jamtooth died. It is because the the Wiener King was hiding out there, and he had he came like a, to go a and... death curse on him, so that whoever killed him would die. And Amatha, I mean, he says he didn't trick, trick Jamtooth and... into doing it, but I mean, who knows? I mean, we. We convinced Jim to pick up poop with his hands, so you could definitely convince him to do a chop on someone with a huge trick. But didn't you say that you you met Jamtooth's ghost and he said that he willingly did that the deed? I did. I was coming unraveled, and then I met the Stoat King, and he was very gracious, and I had a problem with coyotes, and I helped solve their coyote problem. Uh, but in the meantime, I traveled into the deep, dark Stoat Hole, and I met. Jemtooth. And that's when he told me everything's a tree and he has just become the roots. Oh. That okay. Uh, right after that too, uh Mirka kind of betrayed us and went and joined the new king and listen, it was a real low point for and everyone. That, that was when Mirka became the, the paragon. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's sort of how that went down. Ezra, was anything going on with you sort of at that time? Did you meet anyone cool? Did you get trapped in anywhere? Uh, any sort of weird technology that we didn't really have a good hold of at the time? No, no, that, that, that was, that was before this. That was actually where yeah. we, I, I we do teleported think that was right to, to the, the camp of King Amatha. Um, Ezra got kind of lost in the, the weather glass, I believe, didn't oh, you? Oh. Didn't you, my, yeah. my boy? I did meet the Stoat King. That is true. <laughs> I, I think they're talking about the time when when I you, you were you were sending those good the good messages through the mirror to me. You got that diamond fist. Oh, right, 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 right. Less impressive than the Stoat King, but I met the Lion God. 
he did oh. me a nice he did me a nice lick upon my hand and it turned my hand into diamonds, which is why I got the diamonds for part of Lola's new cravat head thing. You, you um, turn over and she's like licking it. <laughs> I, I punched a hole through and escaped, but not before I heard the hyena god do a laugh. And then when I got out, uh, I got this cool finger gun from my friend Yanov. Oh, the oh, the, the finger banger. Yep, and he does a couple bangs. <laughs> Boy, howdy, that sounds fun. Howdy, howdy is what you say when you use it. That's what you say. You say howdy. Could you please stop shooting that thing off? Those are very <laughs> expensive cartridges. I'm just, I'm just gonna tell you, like that's the, the the materials for that are very difficult to come by. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, so yes, after Mirka left. Um, I think we kind of just wandered in a daze into the desert for some reason that I can't remember. No, no, we wanted to go back to the tomb. We did want to go back to the tomb, but I can't remember why. <laughs> because we knew Agurion was still alive and we didn't know where else where to go, so we were That's going there right, to find Luz. Hey guys, Jasper <laughs> is jumping up and down on one foot and raising his hand because I think he was a part of this this part. I think I, he was I in there. I very much was. That's where That's where I first arrived on the scene. Uh, let me tell you. Also, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone who took part in that moment there. All of you. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> I feel that it is the greatest gift because in no, uh, in no, be- there is no better way, I feel, and no better gift than to give a storyteller than to show the uh, immense appreciation for the craft that I have honed over the years by just absolutely fucking up telling a story over and over and over again. So thank you all very much uh, for that particular gift that you have given me. Allow uh, a consummate professional to, to, to take the reins a little bit on, on this from, from this well, point. Well, I mean, we, uh, we told it that way specifically so that you would feel better about your own storytelling, Alice. <laughs> Well, well done. Could not feel better about myself at this moment, comparatively speaking. Uh, yes, yeah, so we went to, uh, well, we had just met and you were all quite smitten by me at the time. I remember there was there was so much ado about this new Jasper fellow and how excited you all were to accompany me on this uh, amazing voyage. And, you know, we started calling ourselves uh, the Dastardly Quad. You know, I feel like that was probably the name that we had came up with or something of that nature. And we uh, we went back to that tomb in the uh, Elysian Sands. And there were a bunch of, uh, well, there was a bunch of weird uh, historians there and a couple of gorillas, if I'm not mistaken. And a leather daddy. It wasn't the followers of the 14th pillar, was it? Uh, it was indeed. Okay. I, I stood. I stayed outside of the leather tent for obvious reasons. My allergies would not have allowed me to tr- <laughs> transgress across that threshold. Um, oh, that is where we met the leather daddy, and then also we got real messy with some blood, blood tent, blood oh, tent. Oh well, the blood, blood tent happened before tent. this. Well, yeah, I sort of did waterboard someone with blood. Okay, all right. Eight hundred follow-up questions that we can't get into right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was also before I came along, and I don't believe I've ever heard that story either. Um, but yes, no, there was the fourteenth pillar was there. Um, but these, you know who the, wasn't there? The bones of a Garion, or the the, the body of a yeah. Garion. Didn't you guys know that? Yeah, he wasn't there. Well, I mean, well, we, knew I mean that, we, but we'll... we kind of assumed he he wasn't, but uh, but hey, I got some some sweet ass boots. The, uh... Oh, wait, I don't have them anymore, but I did get them for a while. Oh, yes, Gelty's Glimmer Boots. So what what were the 14th Pillar doing doing there at the old, the old tomb? They were following up on some crackpot theory about a 14th god um, that the histories are sort of rewritten and, and written out of the history and, and stuff, and they believed that... I don't know, the tomb had something to do with him, I think. Yeah, that the, the, the crackpot god that uh, that Agarion told you directly existed yes. and is part of the underpinning the, of the at entire... at the time, reason. he was a crackpot god. At the time, god. everyone thought they were crazy, yes. obviously. Everyone laughs at cults till they're right. Exactly. Yeah. It's fun to call them crackpots, though, at this <laughs> point. It's just kind of a, a fun, fun, fun game amongst friends, I imagine. We should find them. We should find them. That would be fun. Well, no, um, knowing this fun gang of folks, I bet they got along really well with all the members of the 14th Pillar. I bet they didn't damage anything. Uh, and I bet they left on really good professional terms. Oh, right. We did. did didn't we steal a, a cart from them? 
Oh no! Yes, well, I mean they we, gave it to then us. Then we caught up with Gary and Gary and Gary. Yeah, we were supposed to be helping them resupply, if I remember correctly, and then we. I do know they were very specific about me not breaking that wall in the tomb, and guess what? I broke that wall. I totally broke the wall. It was oh, actually real good. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we stole the cart and made our way to Nanusha for again. Reasons that I can't recall. <laughs> I mean, it was the closest city. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about Nanusha is how well known it is for sort of its its ladies of the night and its sort of um, that industry, the oldest oh, industry. Oh yes, there, there was this whole uh, you know rivalry between two brothels there, the uh, Buxmi Tigress and that's my favorite brothel, um, the Giselle's Cat House, if yes, I remember correctly. That's right. Mm-hmm. They did this thing with their feet at the Cat House. Oh, and by the way, the cat house was run by a werecat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and, and as I think back upon it, the the Boxamy Tigress was run by a, a dwarven lady or a gnome. Which one was it? I think she was. She was a gnome. Right. She was a gnome and her name was Ting Ting Tinglefoot, which um, that's right, that's what the foot stuff was. was a little bit on the nose, I feel. <laughs> it really plays to sort of Pat's audience, whoever that is. <laughs> Never heard of that guy. Sounds cool though. <laughs> so, so there was a, a whole lot of nastiness went on between them. You know, releasing evil killer bugs and stuff. And the Argent Scythe was there. Uh, uh, Lola burned a guy in a street. Um, no, we don't need to talk about that. <gasps> Lola did. Uh, we met Mad, Mad, Maddie Mickelson. Mad Mickelson. Mad Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> Lola immolated a man in front of his family, and I blew a man's head off with my finger bangers. Listen, it wasn't on purpose. The most important sure. thing about our trip to Nanusha is that um, Lola got a message from a Garion telling us to go to Glacier Moss. Yeah. They, also had that, they also had that really good pie shop. They did have oh, another yeah, good, good pie, pie shop. shop. We did spend quite Poured some like time. like a savory there. pie. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And anyway, so we killed the werecat. We turned her over to the Argent Scythe, who was there to do a murder upon were-creatures. Uh, we debated about letting them know America was a were-creature. But again, I was vetoed. Coming to realize that a lot of my best plans get vetoed. We couldn't be in the freak circus. We couldn't... Well, they did let me bloodboard. So I guess... <laughs> And take your wins where you can get them. And they have not made fun of me for all the weird stuff I get into with Ting Ding Tinglefoot. So. Ezra was uh, losing it pretty hard at the time, so we thought maybe we should play off of it. Yeah, I was having a real breakdown because America was my owner, and so I still didn't really have much free choice. So by not being able to have free will, I was acting out like a malfunction. And then, turns out, America set me free. And later, you and Mort found that book from Ilhan Ilustrek. It was all about golems being good boys. And then I learned peace. Uh, there's a painted hedge hair situation on the ship on the way to Glacier Moss. M- Mark? No, ja- oh, Jasper. How you feeling about that? Oh, right. Listen, there was a there was a little bit of a time there. Now, Kami, obviously, you know, I'm not one to embellish my own old deeds and everything. Yeah, like never that, but, at all. But I did save all of humanity. And, uh, well, all other races in combined, and not all of the Orith in, in general, from an overrunning by the painted hedge hair. I came up with a plan. Yeah, that is true. I executed yes. a plan to, uh, to, 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 uh, to, uh, to pre- the, pre- the precision that was necessary. And I slaughtered so many, so many rabbits. Oh, well, so you know, that sounds rabbits. believable. So good. Yeah, sure. No, it, it, that is actually true. He did slaughter many, many rabbits. Oh, yeah, like hundreds. No, no, no. Cammy gives you a really obvious wink. Yeah, I'm very proud of him. I, now, I'm very don't, proud to call him my friend. Don't diminish your own role in that, Mort. You were you were very busy trying to find Rufus or something, was it? I don't yes, really yes. remember, but I believe that you were off uh, running around and... Uh, you know, this was this was when Ezra had fallen into the into the Stout Kingdom. If yeah, I remember correctly, he was thrown overboard. They thought he was a, a plant. This is when I met Stout Vester. Yeah, well, you know how he was mentioning earlier about Jamtooth the Ghost, and the this is that's this time. Oh, okay. That's now I met Stout Vester, uh, and I helped him with his coyote, and I met uh, Yam Jamtooth's ghost. 
Okay. And then didn't you, tooth. didn't some um, vampires try to hijack your ship that Yanov was in or or something? Oh yeah, I was chasing after. I was trying to follow after the airship that yeah, you that guys were like on. Yeah, that sounds like a very good story. I'd want to hear all about. Uh, there's some. I, I don't know much about it. Some teddy bear or, or something. We can skip that part. Oh, okay. They were really, they were really <laughs> tenacious. I remember. Here's the here's the story. Okay, I was I was piloting the airship. All of a sudden, this giant harpoon with a rope on it shoots up into my boat. Right? It sounds like a so, badass move from a badass lady. It was a pretty lucky shot. So then, all of a sudden, all these little teddy bears started climbing up onto the boat, and most of them didn't make it. To be completely honest, they right, like uh, scrambled. They scrambled uh, up, and then they kept falling off because they just really didn't have the upper body strength. But a couple of them made it and did take me hostage for a little while. They had exceptional strength for bears. Hell yeah. Um, for small bears. I suppose a bear in general would have a lot of strength. I bet that visual like- was really fucking badass, though, right? Right? All the bears, they're climbing up. I bet they were led by a, a really cool, good leader that does cool, good things. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was like a little, it was like a little panda guy. He was pretty, he was pretty, he was pretty hardcore. Uh, But anyway, yeah, then later Ezra came up and just, that's me, just, just threw him off, just like threw them all off. Well, I'm sure there's more good parts to that story, but normally, normally when we talk about it, everyone's like, boo, that part's boring. We don't care about these stupid bears. They're the worst. They're the worst idea. This is the worst part of your whole story. We wish you would go back to the Stoke Kingdom. What's happened with all those buckets of blood? Boo, we don't like the bears. And so we normally just skip over that part. Oh, okay. That's, that's nice. That's good. Okay. Um, fine. <laughs> cool. And then you guys. Um, then eventually we made it to Glacier Moss, and that's where we met you, Cammy. Yeah. Okay. Well, so- first we actually met with the Carrion, and he told us all the terrible stuff about how, you know, when you're dead, mm-hmm. you're, you're still conscious. And he made me remember what it was like when I was dead, which was a terrible. That terrible sounds mean. Thing. And then you know, let us know that all the gods were. Trapped, and the hyena god was running amok, and yes, and and that's yeah. why we have to collect all the the relics and return to the gods. Oh, and that they've been killing a lot of people. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of murder. I mean, to be fair, though, like if you really think about it, you guys have only really come into contact with what the one paragon since you have uh, started wielding relics, and you just—I mean—you killed him right away. So, I mean, you know, glass houses. I mean, to be fair, hey. He was already dead. Uh, I'm sure that will be cold comfort for some. <laughs> yeah, so then, um, if if I remember correctly, because I was there and this was, I don't know, two weeks ago, we did the Next Top Paragon competition, yeah? Yes, yeah. We, we did some fighting of robot Frankie bears. Yep. Uh, I mean, we haven't even mentioned the Frankies. Ooh, Frankies. Let's not mention the Frankies. Ezra did a very good rap. Yep, couldn't help <clears> with that, because of... Technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, you were covered in gunge. I was. I was covered in the gunge. Yeah, that's what we called it. It was, yep, bad gunge times, and so I couldn't super help with that, but we won, and uh, Ezra changed his name for a little bit, and then we forgot what he changed his name to, so that's, you know. <laughs> Rab- Rabical Machevers. That one. That one, that was right? really, yeah. Wasn't that it, Lord? Rabical Machevers? Yes, that's the one. Rad- Radical Evergod. Uh, then Chunky Kickflip died. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's the true hero story in this tale is is sort of the the woes um and the swan song of Chunky McKickflip, the best NPC, the only NPC, the one for me. He was the best of us. Do we think it's ever possible that that murder may come back to bite us? Because strictly speaking, that wasn't one of our sanctioned murders. That was more of like a, oops, we've done a murder. That was more manslaughter. That was an accident. The way it went down right. made me think that maybe it was divine intervention and maybe you should have used that fun genie god knife uh, on <sighs> Chunky McKickflip and sort of right. taken, yeah. But right now, unless, unless we make... Just unless Jasper becomes like a dirty, dirty mole, we have plausible deniability at this point. But if I'd have been doing a lot of knife stabs, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Jasper won't tell anyone that we killed all those people. I just well, don't know listen, if his wife listen, and kids course, are going to press charges. I would hate to go to court. There's, there's such thing as a as a as 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 a time and a place to tell stories, and it, 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 it you know. There'll, there'll be a you know, statute of limitations and such. I'm so a forth. statute with um, no limitations. From what I've heard, you didn't, strictly speaking, kill 
Chunky McKickflip. You just no. allowed him to be poisoned by, by poison yes. that you didn't even actually bring into the arena. Exactly. No, that was the old Ponderosa boys. So, I mean, you did provide him with the opportunity to, to, to die, but uh, I don't know. You what are the sentences like for manslaughter? We're caught up in a Ponderosa plot. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it was before you were a paragon, so technically right. you could be prosecuted on on manslaughter charges and mm. on to Frim. Um, what anyway, yes, you Frim. I remember that part. I, was, <laughs> I had a cold for most of that, though, so I just kind of stayed on the ship. I missed most of it. What what was what was going on in in the town there? That's where uh, old radical officially became a paragon. Yeah, we met the queen and mm-hmm. Lola got the hots for Ilhan. Oh, and we found out about Yanov's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Who true. Who is an yeah. orc? Half well, orc? She's, yeah, she's half orc. She's half half orc, and then uh, she she's half uh, dark elf. Right. We rode a very good train that went around in a circle and um, sold some knives or met a man that sold very, very good knives. It was very dangerous. That was we my found about, out about the cemetery structure of Rim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of time in the cemetery. Oh shit! And I read a really good book. Yes. Oh, that's when we learned about Ralph Igus. Yeah. And I did something too. <laughs> 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 yeah, you 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 started a uh, you put in an order for a very elaborate cloak, if I remember correctly. Oh yes, I forgot all about my cloak. <laughs> I can't wait to pick that up. <laughs> I I I I wonder though. Did you purchase a cloak with adequate sizing to fit the onesie that you seem to be wearing so often underneath it? Well, I mean, the cloak would button around the, the neck, so, you know, mm. I mean, it worked in the live show. What color, what color of, uh, what color of cloak did you pick, by the way? I just wondered on that it one. It was a, a green cloak. Mm. A dark uh, I don't know green. if it's really going to match with this, this onesie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, the onesie is 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 gonna clash. Is all I'm saying. I mean, it's um, not even. It's not strictly and speaking. Green and white. That's... It, it's not black. It, it's midnight blue. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Why would you do that? Why would you bring that here? <laughs> all right, on the Oster. Hey, we went to Oster <laughs> next, right? Yes, because we we were going to claim uh, Ezra's relic. I got to meet. Christmas job bottom. Oh yeah, that hunk. <laughs> oh my no! He's just my personal hero. We did. I may have insulted Quimbus, um, but in my defense, he may have been being a real big Quimbus. So it's more on him than it's on me. He seemed he seemed like a real strict dude because I I asked a lot of very good uh very normal questions about sort of the security and everything around the where they keep the relics because you know mm-hmm. we were going to do the heist I'm going to do a heist that's sort of my pet project that's my passion project and he I was really cool about it there's no way he could know that I was planning to do robbery uh and he was still real real strict real uptight kind of guy to me so I don't know that much about Chub Bottom uh he looks like a silver fox but other than that he seems <laughs> You're real downer. And then we went and got our relics, which you see here. And I was going to do cool hammer tricks again. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he wouldn't let us have a relic because he didn't want to put more relics in the world when people were being killed for the relics. Which I suppose we, we actually didn't tell you about, Jess. I mean, you already knew it. And I suppose, Cammy, you already knew it as well. But uh, a Garion and Clash Target have been going around killing paragons and stealing their relics. Yeah, you guys pretty much talk about it all the time. So <laughs> we kind of picked it up. Uh, I don't know how it took me so long to figure out, actually. I mean, they do talk about it, like, nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all they talk about. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, so then we, we got our relics. Uh, Ezra got his uh, big old hammer. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, mm-hmm. sure. The hammer of uh, smiting. What's your bow called, Mort, if his is the Dreams big old hammer? Flight. Hey! I know that, it's my bow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his hammer's called, I know what my bow's called. <laughs> I call my hammer Hambone. I call it Honor's Law, but that's sort of just my nickname, my pet nickname for it that the gods use. That's odd. I, I, I suffocated unto death. Oh, yeah, you did die. That, well, that is the yeah. thing that happened. I mean, you got you got better. You did get better. Yeah, you didn't die long. But now you can fly, so, you know, swings <gasps> around about. You can fly. 
No, not if I can help it. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. So just just for transparency, because I'm assuming Jasper doesn't understand, because uh, I don't know why else I would explain. But uh, yeah, we we put we put the death relic on you that we stole from from that big 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 Goliath man that we did a full murder to, real hard, real bad. We kind of fucked him all up, uh, guts and all. And you were dead, so I did eh. the bad thing and I brought you back to life, which hurt me. Uh-huh. Uh, Physical, that, emotional, spiritual level. That's yeah, not a bad so we thing. put deaths and breaks Wait, on you. Lola's actually been like blinging out the chest piece and like has glued <laughs> some of like <laughs> quins and, and shiny bits on it. <laughs> Everything that you glue to it though turns like completely opaque and black, like obsidian. <laughs> Why you gotta listen? I have, I had, I have so little in this life. <laughs> And uh, I think the the last thing that we just haven't told about told Jasper is the big climactic finish of this story thus far. In that uh, Mort grew back a small toe bone, and uh, oh, Ezra now has a, a penile situation that I haven't seen and will well, never I, see. I don't have a, a toe anymore, so I gave it to Ezra for Christmas. That's right for for Crimblis, for Scrunch. I'm holding up and out on the twine and like moving it around. Screw it though. <laughs> Uh, so and now we are going to see Mirica. Oh boy! So what? One, 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 one small question on that, then I suppose more than sure. More than just anything. one, <laughs> just just the one, just the one. Um, why? Why? Like you, you've got your, you've got relics, right? Well, if the purpose of going to see Mirica was to reclaim her relic, so that you could go get assigned a relic. Well, no, we, we need to reclaim her relic as well, so we can return it and return the gods to their rightful places. Right, right, might as well, already here, right? Okay. I'm going to get a comb. That's how we're going. We need to get all of the relics. Right, so the heist is still on the table is what I'm being told. Absolutely, the heist is on the table. I'm very <laughs> excited about it. And if we can't recruit Mirko, we're killer, because that's of course, sort of the vibe that uh, I've been getting uh, from again, this party. Again, I, I don't think we should be killing Mirko. We've got to use that genie knife on someone. Ezra's nodding. As, as, as I've said before, Mirka didn't really do anything wrong other than take the opportunity to become a paragon. Sometimes you're just in the right place at the wrong time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, before you, before you all ask, I know you're going to. Yes, yes, of course, you will need a face man for this heist. And yes, of course, I will uh, give you all of the of the of the skills that I possess. I would love to take point on this heist. Um, you know, just really heist it. I'm all sorry, nothing. it sounded like you said skills, but you meant skill, right? The sort of the one, the one thing you do. Oh, I have several, several, several skills. What if what if rabbits come out of everywhere? Who's going to deal with that? That's fair. I haven't <laughs> planned for rabbits being involved in the heist. Well, of it's a heist. You might be digging underground. You ever think about that? Where do you find rabbits uh, underground, Missy? You got to think through all of the sides and angles of this thing, right? I can tell you really haven't you really haven't put much thought into the heist. I understand. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll put it forefront in my mind. It's really start coming up with a, a quality heist plan while you guys go do this uh, this other errand here. Um, but when you come back, I will have. Uh, I will have boards up on the walls with the uh, twine going from a peg to another peg. Uh, it's going to look impressive. If if um, we don't have a, a tense theme song for this by the time we get back, I'm going to be very disappointed, Jasper. I would I would love to write you one, but someone uh, recently broke the fi- the violin that I had received as a gift. Uh, what already? Yeah. How? It got hit by a belt trying to protect the other side of my. Place. So who, who did get you that violin in the end? Did you ever work that out? Um, yes, actually, uh, I I had forgotten that I had purchased this violin a long time ago, and I left it underneath. Uh, well, in in one of the bags that I tend to carry around, and I had just I had, I had it was a weird day. I had a shortage of underwear, and I was looking for some clean clothing, and I found. An old bag that I, I generally don't go. I don't want. Maybe I've got a pair in there, and sure enough, I did. But also inside there was this violin, and I thought, well, wonderful. What was wonderful. the day you bought that violin like that you were walking around with underwear and a violin in a bag? What was that day like? Uh, you gotta have a you gotta have a go bag. You, you'll find this out if you really get into heist life, there, okay. Gabby. You really got to get a go bag, and nothing says go bag like underwear and violins. And of course, that is as true today as it was uh, way back when I said it the first time. Then, um, you know, well, you know, sometimes you got to be prepared, you know. And uh, you know, if you're a bard of suitable training, 
uh, suitable uh, abilities, then boy, if you've got a go bag with a fresh pair of undies and a, and a violin, you know, you could pretty much make it in any major town in all of Yorif. So, you know, don't shame me too awful much because that's just the way I live my life, you know, one pair of underwear at a time. Well, anyway, I, I hope all of you uh, enjoyed what was, I mean, effectively a recap uh, show uh, where I, in, in the course of uh, 45 to 50 minutes, told all of you what was told to me in about an hour, hour 15, um, which I had been, I suppose, telling over the course of approximately three years now. You know, after this part of the story, a lot of people come up to me and they ask me, why did you just start here? <laughs> you know, why did you just start with this part to just give the summation and then really get into the good stuff? Because everybody knows that, you know, the, the, the <laughs> you know, they want to hear about the war, obviously. But that's, that's not, it's, it was a time for that. And obviously, you know, a lot of the underpinnings of, of that was, was, I guess, borne out in the stories that we've told thus far. You know, you get a little bit deeper in the story with me than your run-of-the-mill bard. You know, I, I suppose if you if you go over to Ormine, you know, you go down the, or just along the corner, you'll find a dime a dozen for storytellers out in Ormine. And sure, they'll tell you the summation version of all of this. You know, I suppose if that's the kind of barding that you want, then by all means, go out there and get that, you know. I mean, I'm not the dime store type, you know. I come with a little bit more insight, um, and I suppose um, a pageantry, maybe, uh, than, than, than the run of the mill. So, you know, you do, you do get a little bit of a longer-winded story out of me, but boy, you know, would you, have, would you have rather not been there for some of those great moments of past? What about the moments with the sweet rolls? That was great, you know? Would you have liked to have missed out on the Stoat Kingdom and just told, heard, heard that one little snippet of it? Of course not, no, no, of course not, so... So consider yourselves all blessed, those of you that have been here for the full effect. But uh, for those new, you know, you're ready to go for, for what happens next. Anyway, we will get to that next time here at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders and I will see you next time. Hey, Ray. Oh, hi, John. Well, surprised to see you here. I I haven't left. I stay in the outro. I stay on this video call and in this outro um, until uh, for a couple weeks until you come back to talk to me again. Hi. It's, it's such a treat for the listeners to hear you in an outro. Yeah, because I, I never have been in, except for the last 23 episodes, I haven't been in any outros, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be a I'm treat. I'm never in outros either, so <laughs> this is a nice, unique combination for the listeners. Speaking of unique combinations... <laughs> nice. Speaking, speaking of unique combinations, uh, what have you, what have, how have you been shopping on the internet, John? Where have you been going to shop on the internet? Um, I've been going to Amazon mainly, but I you really idiot, John, want to. You're an idiot. How I really dare want you? to buy myself an Adam Bash. Oh, you want to buy an Adam Bash? You can't do yeah. that on Amazon, you fool. But you can um, go to adambash.com/shop, which has some fun uh, enamel pins and other kind of merch from this show and from some other podcasts that he does that I haven't been invited on yet, so therefore probably isn't that cool. And can yeah, I buy it's... myself an Adam Bash? Um, so we're in we're in the works to start selling Adam Bashes um, in the store. I got mine on pre-order, but that was a Black Friday special. So I don't think I don't think yet, but we're working on it. Um, I think we'll start by selling pieces of Adam Bash because it's easier to ship him that way. Mm, yeah, I'm just going to the store now. I see there's a couple of lovely pins. There's one of the Brute Force logo. Mm-hmm. And there's an everything is a tree pin. Yeah, both beautiful enamel pins made by um, our good friend Carly. Yeah, and I believe if you put both of them into your shopping basket and then use the code BFPINSET, that you get a discount. Shut you your mouth! Both Shut your absolute $20. discounting mouth, John. How? What? That's an incredible deal. It is a good deal. <laughs> it's almost like you'd be an idiot not to do that. Not to buy them both. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as good a deal as it is going to GeeklyCon, when oh, for the price fun. of your ticket, you also get to 
have friends. That's sell weird friends sell. with your ticket for GeekCon. <laughs> yeah, the standard the standard ticket, um, you know, Comes gets, gets you there, friends. gets you friends, <laughs> gets you access to all the fun panels and the and the live show and all that. And then the premium ticket gets you that good swag, t-shirt, the sweatshirt. Six friends with the premium ticket. Oh, that's right, that's right. We will sell you six human friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it really is a huge deal. I don't know why anyone wouldn't go premium and just get the extra six human being human yeah. beings to follow you around and be your friend. Are you going? <sighs> Probably yes, yes, I absolutely am going. I'm very excited. Um, I plan on doing antics with all of my good friends at the Brute Force podcast, and you know, just other than that, just bothering people and sort of being too much. Tm and having breakfast at Super Chefs. Oh, I'm very excited about having breakfast at Super Chef. That is Those pancakes were as high as my Really like. the highlight of GeekyCon. Yeah, oh, it was so good. Like, I'm happy to spend a couple of thousand dollars to go to Columbus and eat at Super Chefs. Well, I've, I'm not busy this weekend. Do you want to meet me in Columbus and we'll just go eat Super Chefs by ourselves? I can only afford to do it once a year, unfortunately. Well, if you do, uh, just do it this time then. That's fine. Yeah, I'll do it this weekend and forget about GeekCon. Okay, good, great. Um, but you know, if speaking no, of I don't, I don't have a good transition. GeekCon, here's yeah, some speak- reviews. <laughs> speaking of people that don't have a transition, it's John. Uh. This is a review by Same Old Jason. A fantastic adventure. Brute Force podcast is a lot of fun. It's well narrated from a creative DM. Great voices for so many NPCs. The players have a lot of fun and have great interactions. If you hate having fun and laughing, this is not the podcast for you. The tale of the Brute Force will make your day better. Aw, that's that's good. That's good. I, I like Jason. He's my favorite Jason, even though he is just the same old Jason. He's a very good one, is the thing. If you hate having fun and laughing, maybe this still is the podcast for you, because you might not find us funny. The that's only way true. you'll know that is if you listen. I've been playing my character as sort of an intense, dramatic, um, hyper-realistic uh, Survivor is sort of what, what I've been playing her as, so I don't know why he hasn't picked up on that, but that's fine. Yeah, and um, I mean, my character's dead, so obviously Your he doesn't have humor. Dead. Um, but how about this from, ooh, a name I can't pronounce correctly, and I'm sorry about that, but we're going to go with Yorian Hattink? Hattink. Tank. If, if that's anywhere close to your name, thanks. Uh, it's a bunch of, of lovable goofballs. This great podcast is often quite goofy, but will truly break. But it will truly break your day. <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> having a hard, long, bad day. Listening to the brute force. Having an awesome, great, fun day. Enhance these feelings with the brute force. The characters are great and lovable, and the story is more complex than you might think during your fa- during your first time listening. I did a very bad job reading that. It was a fun dialogue. And I messed it up. But thanks, Yorian. And he mentions during your first time listening, which implies people might listen to it a second time. I don't listen know why to it exclusively. Would, yeah, that's why I know the plot points. Um, you've listened to it multiple times. Uh, so I've, I listened to it at least twice for most of the episodes. That's uh, more dedication than your average um, person. You do know more about this podcast than anyone. I was a fan. You guys never got to be just a fan. It's true. Yeah, so it's a unique experience coming from Cammy because I actually, I was a fan. And I left a dig-dang review, folks. So that's why... (laughs) (laughs) That's why you should all leave a ding-dang review. Did we read your review? I I don't think we did. So I don't think we were reading reviews at the time that you... Left your review. How dare you? We should go back and reread my review. We'll do that next week. We'll find your review and we'll read it. <laughs> oh, that's going to be horrible and cringy because it's be probably like, like, man, I wish I could be on this podcast. It's so good. Why don't you love me? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I am thirsty. That's a very good, uh, whew, a good impression of me. So if you want to find us on Twitter, we're at the Brewforce Cast. I'm at Nutza. Adam is at the Adam Bash. Pat is at Patrick underscore Rankin. Got it. Uh, Carly is at Animated Me's, where the E's are threes. 
Why didn't you say your own name then? Because I right, like it that... when you do it. <laughs> unladylike. <laughs> Mis- Mr. Unladylike to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Call him Mr. Call unladylike Mr. was my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Leave us reviews and say nice things. And give us some stars. Yeah, reviews really, really help y'all. And come to GeeklyCon. Yeah, come to GeeklyCon. That's like an an in-life review because I'm going to stare at your face while it moves when you tell me how good of a job I'm doing. If you leave us a review, you have to read it directly to us at GeeklyCon. And we'll all stand in a circle around you and not let you leave until you finish reading the review to us. If you want to make me read something... If you've ever wanted to make me and my flesh mouth read a sentence, your best bet is to leave us a review. Because I, for some reason, and am in every single outro we've ever done <laughs> since I've joined. Um, and so I'll probably read it. So do that. Make me say things. Give us five stars. And then make me say things. Uh, bye, you later. See you on the crust side? <laughs>